Turkey's podcast. And we're really excited whenever we get to have Jen Lilly on the podcast. That's always a great day for us. And uh, Jen, thank you so much for coming on Talk With Us again. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. It's always so fun to talk to you guys. Oh, it's, it's, we, I agree. It's always so much fun. We love it. Uh, so how have you been? Uh, you're always so positive, but I know it's been kind of a crazy stressful summer for, uh, for all of us. Uh, how has quarantine been for you? And, uh, and, uh, how did you keep sane through, through all this? You know, I think that for me, Summer was a little bit easier. I felt like I got back into the swing of things. Um, I think, I don't know how people were in March, but for me in March, I, like you said, I'm always pretty positive person, but in March I did feel really paralyzed for the first time, you know, just trying to figure out, I think like everyone, what is this virus? How does it spread? How dangerous is it? You know, and in Los Angeles, they were like rolling out tanks. And so it was really scary. You know, um, March was really scary, but then I kind of shook myself off and, and um, you know, I'm a Christian, so I, I have Jesus to hold on to. And I was, I was just really like, okay, like, that's okay. We're going to make it through this. Um, God has me and I'm not called to submit to a spirit of fear. I'm, I'm called to, you know, proclaim kindness and goodness and joy. And so I came up with voices that give and my summer was pretty filled with that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just decided to, to keep going with life, you know, and to, just find new ways to encourage people when we needed it the most. So it was actually okay for me. I think by summer I had pretty much adapted. How about you? You okay? Um, <laughs> for the for the most part, I mean, I, yeah, that first three months was definitely the hardest because uh, yes. I was the most isolated that first three months uh, because they were worried at first that I had the, the virus, but then I didn't have it. Um, but I was very isolated. And then pretty much June on, I've been able to be a little bit more, um, just a little bit more as social and, and uh, you know, at least been able to see my parents, you know, and things right. like that, which I hadn't before. And that was hard. Um, right. And I still haven't been able to go back to church, which has been hard <sighs> as a spiritual person. <laughs> Me, yeah, totally. It's awful. It's illegal here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Have you, have you been doing church, like church at your, just with your family? On well, Sundays, we, or? honestly, you know, we have virtual church and I'm a huge mm. part of my church, but at the same time, no, because I don't know how, I mean, I have a one-year-old, a two-year-old and a four-year-old and I cannot wrangle them to sit yeah. there through like an hour and a half, you know, YouTube service. So yeah. for me, it's been more honestly listening to podcasts. Um, mm. I listen to a lot of John and Lisa Revere. I listen to this guy named Sid Roth. I love his podcast. So for me, it's been more listening to podcasts while I'm, you know, driving around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I did with my friend, uh, with my friend Chris over on my other channel, I did Sunday devotionals. Uh, cool. for, yeah, where that helped a lot just to keep my study and keep my focus and, and everything yeah. like that. But but yeah, it's, it's been, that's probably been the hardest part for me is, uh, is like my two main sort of social same uh, hubs were going to the movies and going to church and both of those were taken so it's been it's been a crazy experience it's been a crazy experience yeah I think that's why I freaked out in March you know so much too because it was like what time is it you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> as a Christian you're like where are we on this timeline oh my yeah, god right. <laughs> it's like okay it's just a pandemic 
and regardless god has me and like here we go like yeah i've got to keep going yeah oh my gosh I, I think that's a good here we go that's a good yeah answer. just like okay lord like I, I for real did i did buy a hundred pounds of rice at the start of quarantine i i bought like four of the 25 pound uh bins of rice and i still have them because i was like I didn't take it very seriously at first, you know, when everybody started buying the toilet paper, I, I was one of those people that was like, I, I have a video that I made, like I put on my two-year-old's diaper and I was just like, look, I'm good. Like I was kind of making a joke about it and I didn't think it wasn't serious, but at the same time I was like, it's not a diarrhea virus. Like what, what, what is this? And then by the time that I was like, oh man, like all the stores are out of toilet paper because my husband works for Frito-Lay. So he works like in the grocery stores and he's like, no babe, like everything's out of toilet paper. And I was like, why? That's so wrong. And so I remember going on Amazon and I'm like sitting there talking to him, like, you know, about whatever ply sheets and whatever, like price per square. Cause I'm very much like, yeah. I don't care how much money I'm making. I want to be responsible with my money. You know, like I don't need this like quilted Northern necessarily. And everything started selling out. So I'm not even joking. I bought, <laughs> I still have them. You know, I gotta like put my phone down so I can show you exactly. Okay. You know those like toilet paper rolls that are like this oh, big? Yeah. That, that you find in the airport, right? right? Like they're only in the airport and in like public places. That was the <laughs> only thing left. So I bought 12 of those on my last one finally because yeah. I was like giving them to people in the community too. I was like, I mean, if you need a wheel, I have like a steering wheel size worth of toilet paper. Like we're good in this household. So, I mean, it was really funny at first. It was just like, it wasn't funny, but I mean, it was like, you have to make lemonade out of lemon. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a funny situation, but now that I feel like is, it's normalized. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have to laugh in order to get through it. You really do. Yeah. Uh, I was lucky because I had gotten uh, from Amazon, I'm on a subscribe and save uh, for toilet paper. And so yeah. I had just gotten my delivery uh, and I'm, I live by myself. So one of those yeah. orders can last me a, a long time. Right. And so I had just gotten mine and, uh, like, <laughs> I feel like a hoarder or something like that. Cause I had a big <laughs> box full of toilet paper. It was, it, it was, it was crazy. That was wild. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, how has your music been going I, I know you released some new I think some new songs not too long yeah. ago and yeah. uh, when when you we'll talk about your Christmas initiative but uh I, I when I first heard that you had a big announcement I was like oh she's gonna have a Christmas album new Christmas yeah. album <laughs> that's what I thought it was gonna be but uh but how how's your how's your music been going it's been going well. Um, you know, I, I waited a long time to release it because I was just trying to navigate, like, do I want to go with a major label? Do I not? And uh, really the minutia of that, because I thought I wanted to go with a major label, but then the more you study it, um, just because like, I want to stay married and I, I want to be a present mom um, and I've got a lot going on anyway, I just decided for my family, it was better to just go the indie route because for me, my music is for charity, you know, and I didn't want a label dictating. So I really had to plan out my release well. So it's going well, but it's not going the way I envisioned it. Cause I originally mm -hmm. thought it was going to be like on the radio and, you know, like we were going to go really big with it. And then just the more I learned about kind of the label, um, industry and that side, I was like, 
you know what, this is not for me. I'm going to release it for charity and we're going to go with that. So it's been different, but it's been really cool. And um, thanks for asking. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and, and that's, I think whenever you're part of sort of a creative enterprise, you, you, you learn as you go, like nobody knows. Because yes. <laughs> even if like, as a podcaster, I can, I can get advice from other people, but nobody has, has worked on my podcast and like everybody's different. And so you kind of just have to go through the journey and, and try to do the best you can. Yeah. And just kind of adapt as you go and have yeah. a good attitude about it. Yeah. I think that's very true. Uh, so, uh, so you, how do you think that Hallmark has done as a network, as far as adapting to this, the quarantine and all this madness? I think they're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I think that, uh, pun fully intended, uh, I think that Hallmark slays every year. Uh, but I think that in a year where nobody thought we would be shooting, the fact that they're still putting out 40 Christmas movies unbelievable is like, oh yeah, you guys own Christmas. I mean, it's awesome. And I'm just, I, I am never um, lost on the fact that I just really do feel lucky to be on my network. You know, I've been a fan of Hallmark for a long time and I, I want to stay there for a long time. I really love it there. So I feel lucky. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, a, a favorite of the movies that you made for Hallmark? Or are they all special? They are also special in so many different ways. And I think that's because um, I love people so much. And so every co-star you work with, whether it's your romantic lead or your mom or whoever, you know, every person brings so much value and such a different experience that each one's really special and unique to me. But honestly, I love USS Christmas that's coming out. It's, mm -hmm. and it's funny because I was resistant at first um, because I was supposed to be doing another Christmas movie. And I was like, I don't know. And then I found out it was military related and it takes place in Virginia where I'm from. And the more I read it, like, especially when the mystery element starts, I was like, wow, I love this movie. It's such a good script and, um, I don't know, it has like a real timeless feel to me, which I know in Hallmark, they're really careful to not necessarily make something like specific to a time period, but there's something so special about USS Christmas that for me, uh, this is definitely gonna be one of my favorite ones for mm -hmm. sure. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about it and what your role is? Okay, um, so it's called USS Christmas. It takes place on a, pretty much takes place on a US battleship. And it's about a girl, I play a girl named Maddie Contino, and she is a journalist for the Norfolk Register in Virginia. And she, she writes the serious stories, right? Like I write the stories about bankers behaving badly, you know, and I really want to spread joy which is not what a normal journalist wants. You know, most journalists want the meaty stories, but she's so over it. And um, her dad was a Navy fighter pilot and um, has passed away. And so she's really afraid of falling in love with anybody from the military. She's really resistant to that. And her sister's a, a fighter pilot, carried, uh, followed in her dad's footsteps. And so her sister invites her and her mom to what's called a, a Navy Christmas Tiger Cruise. And I actually have a lot of military in my family. I specifically have Navy in my family, but not like, it was like my great uncle John was a, a fleet admiral um, for the Navy. So I wasn't 
I was close with my uncle John, but not so close that I would have gone on a Christmas tiger cruise. So I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah, I've never, never heard, heard of it. A Christmas tiger cruise. A Christmas tiger cruise is this really fun thing that the Navy does every year where for Christmas, their families can come aboard the ship and see what the life, life is like out on the seas. And so um, it was funny because I was reading it and I thought, we're going to be on a Navy ship. Like that seems very claustrophobic. I don't know but it is so beautiful and then um i of course meet trevor donovan's character billy who's a grinchy fighter pilot and you know mystery and and a uh, love story really unfolds there and it's just got a lot of amazing dynamic levels to it because my character is so rooted in a very serious truth like i it's just like one of those love stories that you love because she wants to fall in love with him so bad the whole time, but at the same time, she's so afraid that she's gonna lose one more man she loves to the military, you know? And, mm -hmm. and so there's this really beautiful, special, serious push-pull to her feelings for him that are real, you know? People do experience that. I can't fall in love with a military man because like the military is a very serious business, but at the same time, it has, um, all of the elements that I love as Jen Lily, like there's still like quirky comedy and like physical comedy moments where she sticks her foot in her mouth, you know, and, um, and Trevor was great to work with. I mean, I ended up calling him like, it wasn't in the script, but I ended up calling him goose a lot, you know? And then like the more I got attracted to him in the movie, I was like, okay, I guess you're Maverick. And like, we would add lines that were like top gun references, you know, and yeah. I'm hoping they kept it in, but we just had a really funny, um, I don't know, like our relationship on that movie, like in character. And I mean this seriously in character because like I love my husband so much and Trevor's a very respectful guy, but like our characters were like flirtier. Like we had a lot more chemistry than I feel like Ooh. I normally do. So it was really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that makes me very excited. Yeah. Now I, I think I saw online that they actually got actual Navy people, uh, officers, I'm sorry, I don't yeah. know the uh, soldiers, that yeah. they, they actually got uh, actual recruits there uh, to yeah. be in the movie is that correct it was and it was so cool to talk to them and ask them you know like are you currently serving or have you served and it was um special for me like especially as an actress to just like thank them for their service because i feel like um like i hope i don't cry but i feel like we often forget our military and we forget the sacrifices that they and their families experience so it was awesome to be able to thank them um and I do feel like our military doesn't get a lot of support from Hollywood specifically. Mm -hmm. So I was really happy to uh, really thank them for their service. And then also it was so wild because this one military man started talking to me and he was like, hey, um, I, somebody told me that you did Days of Our Lives. And I said, yeah, I did. And he goes, do you happen? He goes, I know it's a long shot, but do you happen to know a woman named Patsy Pease? And I was like, she was only my mom like i was like oh my gosh and like patsy Pease is kind of like my mom in real life like we're very mm -hmm. close well he was her high school sweetheart no way not wild and so yeah. i was like i was like take your mask off just stand six feet away take your mask off i was like <laughs> we're taking a photo and i texted pat patsy and i was like i'm here with this person like and she was like oh my gosh and so it was just so cool like i was like what a small world you know so yeah. we had a lot of fun 
That's great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so when you were filming, you mentioned mask and everything, but so this was filmed uh, post COVID everything. And well, so what, what was, what was that like uh, to, to film in that uh, environment? It, it was extremely difficult. Um, because as far as SAG and after are concerned, which are the actors union, you know, it's not post COVID. They, they're under the, I don't know. They're very strict. You have to mm -hmm. wear masks and shields like at all times. And we were shooting in Wilmington in wool coats and it was, you know, 98 degrees, 99.9% .9 humidity and literally 99.9 .9 because it would rain and then it would stop and then it would rain and then it would stop. So it was pretty intense. I felt literally visually impaired because like your masks would just like fog up, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and so it did take us and we weren't allowed to have what they call sides. So sides are like your script for the day and they print out these little pieces of paper and they're, you know, they're like kind of maybe five inches by, I don't know, six inches and you can stick them in your back pocket in order mm -hmm. to, are you still there? Cause my yeah. phone rang. Uh, you can stick them in your back pocket to review them and, and, and they kind of keep everybody on task. Well, we're not allowed to have those because of coronavirus, because apparently paper can like hold the virus. I don't know. So I was like, okay, so it was really disorganized the first week. It was like, everybody was just trying to figure out how do we do this with COVID, having to deal with COVID. But once we found our rhythm, it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, that, yeah, that would be frustrating because from what I've read is that COVID doesn't really last on, it's not really on surfaces. It doesn't really last on surfaces. Uh, Here's what but, we know about COVID. The CDC keeps moving the, the goalposts. They keep mm -hmm. coming out with new things. Everything keeps changing. You know, it's wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Now you can be around somebody for 15 minutes with COVID, but no more than 15 minutes. And and then, mm -hmm. you know, masks don't help. And then, you know, you can't use zinc, but zinc works. But you don't tell anybody that zinc works. You know, it's just like, <laughs> what in the world is going on? I'm just like, okay, so, you know, whatever. I'll just put my mask on try not to fall over because I'm already a clumsy person and let's just do this, whatever. I mean, this yeah. is what I need to make my movie. Then like I'm down, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it was, it was, um, it was frustrating for sure. Yeah. Well, did you feel safe though, as far as uh, being on set and everything like that? Yeah, I felt safe for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. we ended up having a couple false positives, so that was scary, but then they do another test and they're like, Oh, that was a false positive. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, we felt safe. They did a good job of keeping us safe. And, you know, we're not the first production that's been back. So they have a protocol that they follow now. And, um, and I think because everybody just wants to work, there was a great camaraderie on set and that always makes something easier, you know, and, mm -hmm. and the cast was amazing. So, uh, man, Barbara Niven and Stephanie oh, Butler yeah. and Trevor were just incredible. I hope I get to work with all of them again. It was, it was really nice. Yeah. We love Barbara on the podcast yeah. she is so great like just such a like a spiritually true person uh like i, I always feel uh like i've uh, i've sat i i always feel very enriched and edified after i talk yeah. to her yeah she's so lovely mm -hmm. that's cool now it seems like uh that the ship is kind of confined i mean when you filmed on the ship was most of it on top on the top of the ship or uh, no, most of it was within the ship. Um, oh yeah, we we see we in the script we um, excuse me, we dock in New York, and so mm -hmm. there is a lot of the movie that takes place outside of the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it didn't feel confined at all. I was very impressed. I can't believe how big those ships are. They're like mm. as tall as the, uh, they're as long as the Empire Building is tall. And they oh, go yeah. down like 15 levels or something. I mean, it was like, wow, I had no idea how big a battleship was. Yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like it'd be hard in COVID to, to do some of the filming when everything's so packed in. Uh, I was wondering how they were able to pull that off. It was tricky, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but you they know, did. I mean, it was like kind of when you do film, most people that do film have studied film. And so there were times where you're like, wow, I feel like I'm back in film school, you know, and we're just making it work mm -hmm. with our skeleton crew because you're only allowed to have certain amount of people in a space. And um, but I think that kind of made it special, mm -hmm. too. Yeah, that's that's cool. Did they deck out the ship with uh, lots of uh, garland? I've never, yeah, totally. It looked, it looked <laughs> as festive as you could ever imagine decorating the ship. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Okay. Very good. Well, we're excited to see it. I'm definitely very much looking forward to it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this initiative that you're doing with this Christmas isn't canceled. What is going on there? Okay. I'm so excited about it. So, I mean, you know, everything in 2020 has been canceled, like everything, every birthday party, every holiday, you know, I don't know what it's like where you are, but in California, it's yeah. like, like freaking everything is canceled. So, um, we, I was, I was with my, my business partner and I was like, man, she and I are always trying to come up with creative, um, ways to give back, but make it fun and make, make everybody feel joy and make everybody um, feel good, you know, like feel like they're getting a value. And so we came up with this idea. We, we were so excited because we've been working on it, you know, all summer. And I was like, oh my gosh, Christmas is not canceled.com has not been bought. What a perfect name. Like everybody's going to be Googling that at Christmas time. And so we called it operation Christmas is not canceled because it's military themed, right? Like it's in the theme of USS Christmas. And yeah. the whole thing supports Toys for Tots, which is for all families. Um, any family in need can get toys through Toys for Tots for their kids. And we really know that so many families are hurting. And, and especially as a parent, um, I think DIY Christmases are wonderful and I've done a lot of them. Um, but at the same time, your four-year-old's still like, okay, where's my truck? You know what I mean? Like, where are my toys? So I was like, man, there's gonna be a lot of families that are gonna need toys for tots. It's put on by the Marines, so it's military themed. And then also we're um, donating to the USO. So the USO supports our military troops. And what it is, is it's Christmas is not canceled. You know, like 2020, you can take anything from us, but you may not take Christmas. Like over my dead body, are you taking Christmas? So it's called Operation Christmas is not canceled. One lucky fan is going to get their ultimate dream Christmas. So they get the tree from Balsam Hill, you know, like behind me. Um, Balsam Hill tree, which if you don't know about Balsam Hill, they're the most feel Huge. real, look real trees. I mean, yeah. they're like the bee's knees of trees. Nobody does trees better than Balsam Hill. I cannot believe that they signed on because I was expecting like to just have to go down to like the next level. And Balsam Hill immediately signed on. So they're giving away one of their trees, a wreath, um, ornaments, the tree topper, the tree skirt. And then we're giving away Christmas dinner because I don't know about you, but like I am done with all the meal making. So the perfect Christmas dinner for eight to 12 people delivered straight to your door. You don't even have to like make anything or prep anything. Um, all the way down to dessert, we're giving away $1,500 cash to pay your bills or buy more gifts, um, a box of green toys. Um, all, there's all these gifts involved. And then we're doing weekly giveaways. So this week, 
um, you know, we're giving away the balsam hill Christmas wreath. Next week, we give away stockings. The week after that, we give away a tree. So every week, someone else can win a part of the grand prize. And it's like, if you buy a toy for a child in need, you're entered to win and you get my album, you get my Christmas album, you get my hindsight album, you give toys to children in need and you get a chance to win as our way of saying thank you. So it's just this really positive way to give back, give a lot of people hope and you know, give a lot of people just a little bit of Christmas while helping others. I think that's incredible. So Thanks. do people, if they want to enter, they just go to the website? Yes, christmasisnotcanceled.com. Okay, great. And, yeah. and uh, do they just make a donation and then that's how they're entered? Yeah, or so, um, exactly. So you, there is an alternative method of entry because um, it's free. So if you're one of those families, it's like, I would love to participate, but I can't, you can enter without contributing always. But our hope is that, you know, you'll give $10 or so and we can help support our troops and you'll get my album. And my album's normally $12. So it's like for $10, you get my album, you support our troops. And, you know, you, uh, you get entered to win all of these really cool prizes. And then for $25, you give a gift to a child, you get my album, you get my Christmas album, and you get 25 entries and so on. So, you know, there's so many ways that you can enter. Um, you do not have to contribute to enter, but obviously that's our goal since it's for mm -hmm. charity, but it's mm -hmm. fun. That's great. So yeah. do, do you have to enter weekly for the weekly giveaways or is it just one entry? Um, yeah, if you enter, so whatever week you enter, like, so let's say somebody's watching this podcast and the whole thing ends on December 11th, right? And let's say it's November 15th and they're like, oh no. Well, if they enter that week, then they're automatically entered for every drawing after that week. Mm. So, um, so this week is week one. Um, so when you enter this week, uh, you have your entry goes into all of the pots. So you are qualified for every single weekly drawing and the grand prize. So you don't need to re-enter, but if you want to, you can. And then we're also launching on Monday. Uh, we created these really cute sweatshirts that say like, <laughs> 2020 year on the naughty list operation you know christmas is not canceled oh hallmark movie kind of day all these really cute sweatshirts and they're really soft i um we did like a, a quality test um they're awesome they're so awesome and they're so cute so if you buy those you know every dollar you spend on the store also counts as an entry so there's lots of ways that you can enter um but yeah that's hopefully that makes sense, but you're automatically yeah. qualified for every drawing. So you don't need to come back, but, um, you know, we encourage people to come back to the site because that's where we're going to post the winners. And then we're also going to be starting, I think next week we're starting like instant wins, you know, so like you can just spin the wheel and see if you win. And we're doing lots of just extra fun things because we're just trying to spread as much cheer as we can in a time where we sure do need it. Well, I'll definitely be entering, that's for sure. And we'll have all of that information in the description section, y'all, I'm sure that you enter because why not? I mean, it's just going to be super fun. So um, I know. Great. And so you have done all of our fun, silly questions that we have yeah. so far because you've been so supportive of our podcast. So what I decided to do was to pretend that we are inside the actor's studio and I am giving you the James Lipton. Uh, questions except for one had to be changed <laughs> yes I know it's fun <laughs> <laughs> because there's no swearing on our podcast okay so first question what is your favorite word superb what is your least favorite word I don't know 
<laughs> I, I honestly, I, I'm not one of those people that like when you say moist, I want to die. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I have a least favorite word. Oh, you know what? Maybe it is. It's either <laughs> because I can never remember the difference. It's either it. I'm again conscious or conscious. Oh, I'm yeah. so dumb. Yeah. And yeah. every time I'm like, I feel dumb. I don't remember which one is which because they sound so similar to me. So yeah. I don't like that word. It's hard yeah. for me. It's like affect and effect. It's I struggle. Yeah, yeah. I like, struggle like, with that one. Which one is it? Which one is it? Yeah. <laughs> I pretend like I'm I know, but I really don't. Greater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? What gets you excited? Finding creative ways to give back and do good while, you know, just like doing what you love, but in a way that helps everyone. Mm-hmm. What turns you off? What do what you, what do you, egos. 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 Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't handle people that use their platform for self-love and self-indulgence and self-promotion. I'm just like, like, I can't, I, I, I don't have time for an ego. And yeah. I'm like one of those weird actors that I, I don't ever want to know who someone is. Um, for example, Brad Cravoy, huge producer for uh, Hallmark. You know, he, he makes When Calls the Heart and all of that. I worked for him three times. And the third time I worked for him, I walked up to him and was like, hey, so just so you know, I'm super excited because I trust myself that I already liked you for you because that's my goal. I never want to subconsciously like somebody because of who they are. Yeah. So I was like, I just want you to know, Brad Cavoy, now that it's the third time we've worked together, I literally just found out who you are and I am dying because Dumb and Dumber is my favorite movie and the man created that movie. So I was like, so I was like, just so you know, you created my favorite movie and um, I'm kind of freaking out that we know each other and I'm really proud of myself because I liked you before I knew that. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> I want to like people, you know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. like you for what yeah. you can do for me. I want to like you because I like you. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel because uh, for the most part, I, I when I get to interview act, actors and actresses like yourself, like... Uh, for me, it's just like talking to a normal person because that's what you are. And, you know, other people, they uh, they get super, uh, you know, I don't know, Twitter pated about it and whatever. But for me, it's just like, I try to look at it as just talking to a friend. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so luckily everybody's been super, super nice. I haven't had anybody that was a jerk. So thankfully. Totally. Hallmark hires yeah. really nice people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, you, what would you describe as your guilty pleasure? That's my added question. Okay, guilty pleasure. Um, like something you know isn't like yeah. great, but like you, you really like it, like eating Cheetos or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I do know the question. I just, <laughs> I'm just like, man, I don't know. Cause I'm just like, I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old and a one-year-old. So like maybe my guilty pleasure is a nap. I mean. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. Okay. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? Love, laughter, especially mm-hmm. children laughing. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Uh, screaming, crying. Yeah. yeah. I, just like people, yeah, in pain. It's like kills mm-hmm. me. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would love to be a criminal profiler. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, what profession would you not like to do? I would hate to be an accountant. Yeah. God bless I, my accountant for liking numbers the way he does. Yeah. 
Yeah, I worked in accounting for almost a decade. So, I, oh my God, that's yeah. funny. You know, it, I I'm not offended at all. It was, I was so happy to get out of it. I was so happy to be done. No. Yeah. 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 It's a special, special uh, person that has it that is. gift. It really is. It is. Uh, okay. Uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I know it exists. And I would really like him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I would really like to hear that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Last question. This is one from me that I added. What do you say to kids worried about Santa in 2020 as a mom kids worried about Santa? Yeah. Cause everything's been going wrong. Everything's canceled. Um, I mean, I would just say Santa's coming. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Don't worry. Like, He's coming. Don't worry. Santa's coming. Christmas is not canceled. <laughs> yeah, very good. All right. Well, you did a great job and you. excited. You're the best. We really appreciate your support and coming on our show. And uh, we're excited for Christmas is not canceled and USS Christmas and everything going on. So congratulations. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have all of that information in the description section. So Jen, how can people find you as far as your social media and all that stuff? The one I'm most active on is Instagram, um, which is Jen, J-E-N underscore Lily, L-I-L-L-E-Y. Great. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And Thank uh, yeah, we will we'll be in touch through this whole uh, Christmas season. Yeah, same. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. We'd like to thank Jen for coming on the podcast. This is so much fun to get to talk with her. And uh, please let us know what you think about all the things that we talked about. We'd love to hear your thoughts and make sure you're following the podcast to Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of your social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Appreciate that so, so much. And uh, please consider becoming a patron. We have so much fun with our patrons and uh, we try to make it worth your while with behind the scenes and, and other uh, watch, watch along. We try to make it worth your while with behind the scenes watch alongs and other things going on. So please check that out. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun Hallmark inspired merch and festive merch for this time of the year so please check that out as well so you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes so please check that out and thanks again and we'll thanks again to jen and we'll talk to you all later bye everyone